Welcome to The Outside Story, a podcast on TV, film, and media from an outside perspective. I am your co-host, Jonathan, and with me today, we have my brother and co-host, Larry. This month, we are doing an October Halloween special, and today's episode is on horror movies under the subgenre of horror comedy. Now, horror and comedy are two very sort of distinct genres. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of comedy. Um, like if you ask me, like, hey, let's watch a movie, comedy or horror, I will usually always say horror, um, unless yeah, there's I, a. Good... I, I would pick horror over. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, we're doing we're doing this October Halloween special, so of course we would pick horror. But yeah, but then there are some times when horror and comedy both mesh and mix together. And it's not just, you know, like you have like the the most, some of the more iconic ones is the scary movie parodies, you know, mm-hmm. everybody kind of knows those. Um, but I feel like those are more comedic than they are scary. Yeah, they're more like parodies. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely a lot more comedy yeah. than horror. They're just, yeah. It's just comedy making fun of horror. That's what they're Right, like. right, right. And so with this episode, what we were wanting to do is still watch a movie on horror. Like, it's like, we still want to consider this horror. But it's also like comedy too. So the two movies that we chose were Cabin in the Woods and The I-10. And then also like another example of a horror comedy would be like Shaun of the Dead. I've never seen Shaun of the Dead. So for those of you who've seen it, maybe you can attest to that. Larry, since I didn't rewatch Cabin in the Woods, do you want to give a little synopsis about? Okay, sure. So Cabin in the Woods is about this cult it opens up with a cult that tries to fulfill this ritual that requires the sacrifice of five particular archetypes. And they kind of go around scouting the United States to try to find the people who would fill these archetypes so they could sacrifice them to these ancient gods. Otherwise, if they don't appease to them, then the ancient gods are going to basically destroy the world. Cthulhu, and, essentially. Yeah, essentially Cthulhu stuff. <laughs> and the thing is, everyone around the world can do it but then some countries are can accomplish it more than others and i think in this particular story all the other countries failed and only the u.s is like can do it now and so that's why they had this master plan to grab these five characters and bring them to this cabin and basically sacrifice them for all of humanity yeah for all of humanity basically Mm -hmm. like personally like i had a hard time really paying attention to this film because nothing was really happening the story wasn't really established. We just kind of see bits and pieces. Yeah, it's a little basic at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're just yeah. kind of like, okay, what's happening? Yeah, very tropey, very stereotypical. As in, like, when the five kids get to the cabin, they start doing stuff you'd see in horror films. You know, they start playing, they play games with each other, they play hide and seek, they do all the stuff that you would see in, like, very campy, cliche like films. Like slasher almost. Slashers, yeah, yeah. yeah slasher-esque, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's what happens. And then it starts to kind of like unveil a little bit. And I think it probably pays more homage to like Friday the 13th because... Because they're out in the woods. Yeah, because Friday the 13th is about like campfires and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it pays more homage to that. And so these characters start, they start getting wiped out left and right. And then, so three characters die. One of them tries to escape by like jumping this chasm, but ends up hitting like this weird barrier and then he dies. And then you have the two characters who find, like, this elevator that leads down 
to the lab mm-hmm. where the cultists are at. And then mm-hmm. they start to realize, because in the cabin, there's in the basement is like this selection of very antique items. They picked whichever one they liked, and that basically meant that it was going to kill them. So whichever ones the characters picked, that essentially killed them. Mm-hmm. And so they go down to this elevator, they go down, and they start seeing this ensemble large cast of creatures and they're like oh my god these creatures are the ones that killed us we got to pick how we died and so they go down to this lab try to figure out like what's going on and then uh, when they realize what the cultists are trying to do to them they unleash hell like on the on the lab members and mm-hmm. so these creatures get released start going ha- start wreaking havoc killing everyone and then they get to the very end where where the, the, director. the where director's at and the control room is at and then they basically interrogate the, the director and ask him what's going on. Then he explains what I just explained in the summary. And then they're like, yeah, so you two basically have to die for all humanity to live. Yeah, now nah, we're not going to do that. And so <laughs> they end up killing the cultists. And then the movie ends with the ancient ones destroying the world. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, it was there. It was actually real. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they and, actually died. <laughs> yeah. It's so it this film kind of plays a lot of it twists a lot of things like you think it would go one way, but it ends up going the other way or mm-hmm. it goes one way with a very good reason behind mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I started paying a lot more attention when they got to the lab. And that's when this things just kind of unravel a lot more. You know, they start the to click a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because in the first half, you see glimpses of the cultists doing their stuff, but it just didn't make any sense. Yeah. So I just wasn't paying attention as much. And then once the characters start to explore the lab, and you start to kind of see all these creatures and what's kind of going on, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Because it's it's a little different. It's more of like you come in expecting one thing, but you get you come out with like something else. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, right right yeah. and and I, I think i think that's what this film does does well you know yeah you're just kind of like like oh this looks like a horror film but like like when you go in and you sit and you watch it and you at the end of it you're just like okay that was a horror film i guess but not really you know yeah yeah because yeah. i was iffy about this film being on this list because i had to like double check with jonathan i was like jonathan are you sure this film belongs <laughs> under under horror comedy because i've never seen it so, but I, I just knew it wasn't like exactly horror. So that's yeah. why I was like double checking with Jonathan. Like, Jonathan, are you sure this belongs under horror comedy? <laughs> because that's how unsure of I was when it came to this film. Just because, like, you know, when you walk into something, you hear things about it, but you're not too sure what it is. That's how I was about this film. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's actually comedy. I walked in, walked out, I'm like, yeah, it's comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's very satirical. Mm-hmm. Um, Super that, satirical. Yeah, it's very satirical. It's not like the kind of comedy that's like. Some parts do make you like bust out laughing, but like it's very, yeah, it's very. It's satirical. almost kind of like a darker sort of comedy too. Yeah, you like know? like a black comedy, mm-hmm. um, kind of dry humor and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If that's your game, like you like, you know, satire, you like the drier stuff and the and the darker sort of comedy, then Cabin in the Woods, you should definitely give it a go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So our next film is the I Ten, released in two thousand five. It mm-hmm. is a Thai film, and it is actually a, a film from Thailand, and it is actually the third iteration of the I series. So the I is like a series of horror films by the Payne brothers, mm-hmm. and um, is the I Thai? I thought it was uh, Chinese. I could have sworn it was Thai. Let me see. I, I think it has a Chinese cast, but 
let's see. Oh, it is Chinese. What the heck? I'm tripping. Yeah, but th in this one, there's kind of like a um, there's like a mix of Thai and yeah. In, in, oh in my the i10, it's a mix of Thai and Chinese. Yeah, yeah it um, is. But then the original i and the i2, they're Chinese films. Oh, they're Chinese films. Okay, my bad. I, <laughs> I just I, well, because the, the reason why I confused it was because most Thai, most horror comedies are actually from Thailand, because there is a few other notable Thai horror films that are actually more comedies. So that's why I confused it. <laughs> okay, correction. It's yes. not Chinese. It's Hong Kong Singaporean. So Hong Kong Singaporean yes. with a Thailand setting in it too. It, yes. it might be. It might be like a tri, like a tri distributor combination company. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it might be that or uh, a tri company contribution. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Okay. So the i10 is by the Ping Brothers, and the. <laughs> Um, I was very unsure if I've seen this film, and I watched the opening scene. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this film. <laughs> <laughs> the opening scene is so funny and random. So, so the opening scene starts off with these Buddhist monks. They're like trying to perform an exorcism on this girl, and this girl starts um, <laughs> levitating, and she starts like flying everywhere. Yeah, and then and the, 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 the Buddhist monks. monks they yeah. start to act all like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Like, they're, they're really <laughs> yeah. scared. Yeah. They start, like, leaning back whenever the ghost girl starts <laughs> levitating near them. And then, and then the girl sticks out her tongue and starts slapping all the Buddhist monks. On their heads. Yeah. We're like, what the heck? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like I'm not sure if I saw this film. Oh yeah, I've seen this film. I definitely remember this scene for some reason. Oh my um, gosh! So basically, this film is about these group of kids who go to visit their friend in Thailand, mm -hmm. who has this book called "The Ten Ways to Encounter Ghosts," and so they play a game and try to go through all ten, basically. And <laughs> like I remember the very scene that they're together, they're around in the living room and they start sharing like these ghost stories, but it's not really scary. And then, and then th that's when the main character brings up, "Hey, there's this book I got. You guys want to check it out?" They're like, "Yeah, how'd you get this book?" And he explains his whole story of how he got this book. <laughs> so he goes to this, he goes to this bookstore. He gets lost on like a like a bus stop. So he exits the he he gets off the last bus stop because he got lost. So he goes to this bookstore to try and talk to the um, talk to the guy to kind of see like, "Oh, hey, can I get directions oh, to where I'm going?" And then um, he finds his book, and then the the bookstore man his owner goes like, "Hey." Like, do you want that book? Because like, I'll give it to you for a discount. It's like five five hundred baht, which is you know, which is the currency in Thailand. And then he was like, I don't know if I want it. Like, that's kind of a lot for like a book. He was like, Well, I can give you full. I can give you full price then, which is a thousand baht. He was like, Okay, you know what? I'll buy it at five hundred baht. And then as he's as he's buying the book, the bookstore owner goes and says, Hey, whatever you do, do not turn to the last page. Whatever you do, do not turn to the last page of the book. And he's like, okay, okay, I get it. And then he goes home, uh, uh, sleeps, and then while he's sleeping, the book is laid out on the desk. And the, his, his window's open. The wind freaking blows through it, blows through the, every page, gets to the very last page, and then he wakes up. He wakes up, checks out the very last page, and it says, on discount 50 baht. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> 
so funny. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, like, he got ripped off. <laughs> That's why the owner oh didn't want him to god. turn to the last page. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, it's so stupid. <laughs> Oh man, it's hilarious, dude. Oh man, so oh, so funny. Yeah, so the the kids they go through each way to like you know encounter ghosts, and then I think in the first one they don't encounter it. <laughs> I think the first so. one is um the surgery, the eye, which <clears throat> like number one to way to encounter a ghost is to is to get an eye transplant to see ghosts. Um, yeah, yeah. And they, I don't. They do. They don't do that one because no, that they, that they was actually, already happened in the eye. Yeah, they actually yeah. don't do a lot of them. Uh, they don't do a few of them because I think they they do it in like other films. But so I really liked their transitions and how they transitioned into each way on on how they actually encountered them. Mm-hmm. And uh, the very first one was the very first one they they did they performed was like a Ouija board, and so they did it. And then they're they're getting freaked out because like the the cup was moving by itself. They're like, "Oh my god, who is that?" And then the main creator turns to the left. And he's like, "Mom, like, like what is it?" And it was their mom calling them. It was the main character's mom calling them. It wasn't like a ghost. I was like, "What the?" It's so funny. Oh, this movie um, is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, then they man. start kind of they kind of start playing on these tropes uh, as the film goes on. Yeah. And then the second half of the film starts to slow down a lot because <clears throat> yeah. I think it starts losing its momentum. Because the very first half, very very good, very funny. There's another scene where they're like at an intersection and they try to like get ghosts to eat by tapping on their bowls. Um, <laughs> that scene is pretty funny too. It's uh, um, hilarious. Yeah. And then it starts losing momentum because one of the characters actually gets lost when they're playing like a hide and seek game. Mm-hmm. And, he gets lost in the spirit world. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they couldn't find him. It's been like age, like a couple weeks. And then the friends go back, but one of the girls is very devastated because it's her, it's her boyfriend, I think. Yeah. So and she so, stays. Uh huh. She stays and tries <clears throat> to find some way to get him back. And then, yeah, the story starts to slow down a lot there because they don't really do anything. The characters, they just kind of ignore it. They don't go through anything until they decide to go back and try to find their friend that got lost doesn't stuff starts to happen to them like as they're like far away yeah so they start they start oh, seeing oh, oh, stuff oh, yeah yeah because one of the girls actually couldn't see any of the ghosts when they did all those things yeah and so she's like oh, i want to see ghosts. i want to see a ghost but then she can't she couldn't and so so she does it back home she didn't see it in thailand so she does it back in hong kong yeah and she then, gets um, this feeling one night that she's getting followed by something yeah and then she does the pika <laughs> the, the pika stoop <laughs> yeah pika stoop so yeah, yeah yeah so so um there's one where it's like you open an umbrella inside a inside a building or something mm-hmm. and so um she gets this feeling she's followed so she turns around and sees like this umbrella like floating there she's like oh my god oh my god it's just like some <laughs> some some lady walks by with an umbrella she's like okay <laughs> Okay, so like she's tripping over nothing, and then she turns around again, and there's like an umbrella there, and it's just floating, right? Like, as if someone's holding it, but no one's there. Yeah. But it's it's like being held up, and so she does. She peeks through her legs to see the ghost, and then she sees the ghost. She starts fr- freaking flipping out, and then she <laughs> runs back to her apartment, calls up one of the other guy friends. He, he goes to her apartment, and then like there's like this ball in like a hallway that gets knocked around. And he was like, "Okay, like, why is this ball getting knocked around?" And so he does the same thing too. He does like a, he does like the the, the peak, peak between the legs to mm-hmm. see the ghost. And he gets freaked out, 
he gets possessed and has a dance off with uh, <laughs> with like with like some with other guys, a random dude, with, with some random guy. That, that scene was pretty funny. And then, um, that's when they go into the apartment, and they decide to go back to Thailand to finish out playing the the book. Because the thing is, in order for them to get rid of all these things, they have to finish all ten. Yeah, they have to do in all order 10, to get basically. rid of the curse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they uh, so the last final act they go through it they go through the thing and they try to get rid of the curse. So yeah, yeah. What did, did do you have any other thoughts on the film? I like the comedy aspect of it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> just because a lot of the things. Oh yeah, I just, think like, I think this movie is hilarious. Yeah, it, it plays on like a, a lot of things you don't expect. And it just like plays with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it it still does have like some horror elements to it and i think there was only one jump scare that got me which is the title screen i don't know how the title screen got me mm. <laughs> but the title screen got me just because i wasn't like expecting it yeah um but yeah otherwise i thought it was an okay film i think the dance off trails on for too long mm-hmm. and then the second like i said the second half of the film really like slows down a little bit yeah i, I feel um, like the the dance off thing is kind of characteristics of like of like chinese and like hong kong films though oh, okay. i mean um gosh what's his name um guy who did shaolin soccer steven chow steven chow in the original shaolin soccer has this like long dance scene oh yeah front, he does huh yeah I remember. In, in front of the the dumpling store mm-hmm. and it's just it's like dude this dance scene is so long i think it's just characteristic of uh, chinese hong kong films in general oh like yeah comedy yeah like it's like comedic it's just funny that they're just kind of out there bursting into dancing and stuff uh, okay know? Yeah. So huh, interesting. Yeah. You know, I was just gonna say, like, I, I I think this film is good. It's definitely not like a oh yeah, like ten out of ten, like you know, gonna change your life sort of film. But it's a fun little film to like watch with your friends if you're looking for something like creepy, but at the same time like funny. Mm-hmm. Um, because it does still, even though it's like really funny, it does still leave this like kind of creepiness factor, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, it does. Because like, cause they talk about the 10 ways you can actually encounter ghosts. I'm like, man, like that's kind of creepy. Th- that thought of it is creepy. But the ending is pretty sad, too, like how it ends. But Yeah, um... the ending is very sad. The final way to see a ghost is to dress in funeral clothes. And in their culture, like there's very specific like clothes that you have for people who are dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to like dress in it. And that's very creepy to me. Mm-hmm. It's like these clothes are specifically reserved for dead folks, but if you want to see a ghost, the final way to do it is to put on these dead people's clothes, essentially. Yeah, so um, they do it yeah. to also find their friend, too. Yeah, it's very creepy, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It kind of lingers with you, at least for me, it did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you remember the last time you saw I-10? It was a while back. <laughs> way back when? Like yeah. in high school? Yeah, or even like, Oh, yeah, man. I want to say it was in high school. Wow, okay. It was probably the last time I saw it. Yeah, because I think that's when I saw it too. And then yeah. I wasn't too sure if I saw it. And yeah. that's when I watched it again. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, I saw I'm, I'm glad, it. I'm glad I watched it again. There's, because you see some parts do, like the comedy is timeless. But like the storytelling could definitely use some work. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like, I think it's a fine film. Yeah, I feel yeah. like the comedy is also very Asian. I don't know, like, you know, I don't know how else to explain it. It's like, very. It's like cultural context with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's just that's just kind of how I feel. Yeah, because it's like it's it's almost like. Um, oh, another thing I had to add is the Pang Brothers, also did the original I and I two, which is interesting that they would make a parody of their own movies. Mm-hmm. You know, 
because people usually don't make parodies of their own movies like other people make parodies of their stories and stuff like that yeah. mm-hmm. i think it was an interesting like endeavor to be like oh let's make a parody of our own films you know mm-hmm. um i don't think a lot of people do that so i thought that was interesting mm-hmm. thank you all so much for joining us on our conversation on horror comedy if you have anything else to add, always feel free to reach out to us via Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We'll leave those links down below. Thank you again for tuning in to episode seven of our October Halloween special. Join us again tomorrow for our episode on serial horror. And what that means is we're basically taking a look at TV shows where there are many, many kind of episodes in in a season. So we'll be looking at Beyond Belief, specifically season three, episode one. We'll be looking at Goosebumps, the episode called The Haunted Mask. We'll be looking at Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Tale of the Lonely Ghost. And then we're looking at an anime, two episodes. Um, This anime is called Yami Shibai. And the episodes we'll be looking at are called Contradiction, an umbrella goddess. Join us again next time. See ya. Bye.